Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Lightbeamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Lightbeamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Welcome, 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 Lightbeamers. Welcome to the Inside Story Podcast. Welcome to all the listeners out there. I'm really, really happy that you're here with me today. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee. And I got to be really honest with you. I am coming before you and sitting in front of this microphone today with a whole lot of thoughts swirling in my head. And I, I'm going to just record this episode purely off the cuff and just let my words roll. Um, I've, I've been thinking about a few things that I wanted to share this week and then And then things sort of changed Um, at the time of this recording. I'm recording this just a few days post the big announcement and news that has really reverberated across our world, really, which is the overturn of Roe versus Wade. Now, what I do want to say is I am not about to make this podcast or any commentary that I have here nor anywhere else in the online space. I'm not about to turn this political, but what I do want to say and something that I want to bring forward in this podcast is how important it is now more than maybe ever before in our lifetime that women's stories are heard and that women tell their story. Now, just in the context of Roe versus Wade, I say that to women who are both on either side of the fence, whether you're pro-life or pro-choice, it doesn't matter. What matters is you learn to, if you have a story in that arena, those stories are super important. Now, I don't subscribe, nor do I teach a way of storytelling around telling your story in a way to be combative or produce more arguments or to be divisive. And there are a lot of examples of that in our world today, especially we've seen that over the last few days. Again, this is me coming into recording this episode just a few days after that really, uh, you know, powerful and important. Um, and, uh, gosh, I don't even have enough words for the decision that was, um, made by the Supreme court. And what I've seen in just a few days that have followed, this is really what's bringing me here today to want to talk about this. 
what I have seen unfold, um, and again, this is largely in the online space. I haven't been out mingling in my community over the last few days, so I haven't had a lot of conversations one-on-one with people. It's a lot of what I've seen online. I've seen a lot of people using their story almost like a slingshot, you know, using their story as a way to shoot a dagger at someone else. And that is not what being a light beamer is. We use our stories to be a light to others. Now, I will say this, even though I'm not going to make this podcast about my viewpoints or my political stance, I've come to you both as a Christian woman and as a feminist, which makes it really interesting for me to um, look at a situation like Roe v. Wade and start to determine where do I sit on this? Where are my thoughts? Where, where do I align? Um, you know, if I were to go vote on this tomorrow, where would I align myself? And I want to tell you this only because I want to let you know that for, for not for, for, it's not easy for everyone, right? Some people are very, very clearly pro-choice and some are very, very clearly uh, pro-life. And for people like me, it's a little bit complicated and it's complicated for, I think, a lot of people out there. And for us to be slinging our stories around in a way that is combative and destructive is absolutely not helpful. What has helped me over the last few days is opening my heart and my mind and my ears to listen to different women speak about their personal stories, again, both on the pro-choice side and on the pro-life side. And again, I think this comes from my training as a journalist. I was trained to always listen to both sides of the story. And I've talked about that many times on this podcast and how how beneficial that has been to me personally over the years, especially when something like this comes up and it's such a hotbed topic and there's a lot of emotionally charged uh, feelings behind it for, for, for most people and especially for a lot of women in our country right now, that learning to really listen to both sides of the story can be incredibly helpful um, for me to move forward in my own choices in life. Now, that's not to say that I'm not an independent thinker and I still have my own sets of morals and standards and beliefs and things that I bring to the table. Yet hearing other people's stories does allow me to, to hear them fully and appreciate where they're coming from. And this is what I feel like is truly lacking in the space right now. And it's you know, it's actually been lacking for a long time. This was one of the reasons why I really pushed myself to even start Light Beamers and to put content like this out there and to encourage women to share their stories. I felt like women are powerful creators and we have a lot to say. And I, what I'm fearful about at this juncture is that, um, that women are going to somehow roll themselves backwards and become more afraid of sharing their story. They'll become more quiet or they'll become quieter. They'll become um, more willing to stay behind the scenes. And listen, I say this because I've had those same thoughts. You know, I've had thoughts about, you know, sharing my story openly and publicly. And I've done that in a lot of ways in a lot of big ways in the last year with, you know, producing and writing and publishing a book. 
Um, and at every stage, there's this fear of like, what if I strike the wrong nerve? What if I say something and my words are taken out of context? And what if there's a backlash coming at me? And there's always that fear. And this is where I believe stepping into your brave comes into. And that's the title of this podcast, because this was something I already wanted to talk about. But now I believe there's so much more to say about it. Um, coming into it with this context around everything that's just unfolded this past week. But stepping into your brave is, it, it, it requires courage, right? And it requires courage to put yourself out there and to know that um, you could use your story in a way that doesn't slingshot negativity and spew political beliefs towards someone in a way to try to manipulate them or to way, in a way that tries to shame them, which we see so many examples of that, but rather to use your story as an illustration of what it can look like on the other side of one's belief, um, to share your personal experience, if you have one, as it pertains to Roe v. Wade, um, don't be afraid to do that. And I know that that's a really watered down statement because it's very it's very um, caustic out there right now. And it's very hard for women to feel the support of sharing their stories when other women are so busy tearing them down. And um, I see this on both sides. I see this from the conservative people and the Christian movement and all of that. And I see it from the liberal feminist viewpoint. They're both just going at each other. And actually what's happening is we're not moving ourselves forward at all when we do this. And that's by and large why I um, make very conscious decisions about not using my voice that way. I don't wanna use my voice or share my story in a way that's going to try to slingshot some sort of shame and judgment onto someone else. And I really want to just ask you all, if you're listening to this and you're listening to my words to really pause before you use your words and think more about why are you sharing them? Are you sharing your story so that you can try to make someone else feel bad? Are you sharing your story so you can try to change someone's mind and change someone's vote or change someone's religious beliefs? Or are you using your story from a place of respect and honor and value and, and, real authenticity. And there's a big difference there. The more that we as women can learn to share our story from a place of being empowered and being in a place of just truly wanting to share our story for absolutely no agenda other than to share your experience so that others may find support, encouragement, or even a point of view that they haven't seen before, if we can come at storytelling from that way, we will truly begin to bridge the gap of the divisiveness that exists in our country and in our world. So that's what I want to say about that. Um, this is not a podcast about Roe v. Wade. This is not any anything else that I'm going to say about it other than this does allow me the perfect lead-in to talk more about stepping into your brave, because it takes a lot of courage to step into your brave and step into your brave is step into your brave is a phrase that I've been using for the last couple of years. 
inside light beamers and in our programs and some of the things that we're up to. Um, we are actively producing and writing a second book in our light beamers author series in which the second book is going to be titled step into your brave. We have eight women who are writing for that book. Now we have our storytelling symposium, which is our annual live event that we have hosted for the last four years and the last two years that event has been known as Step Into Your Brave, and it will be known that as again, it will be known, it is known as Step Into Your Brave again this year. Our storytelling symposium is coming up in September of 2022, and I'll share a little bit more about that before we end this broadcast, but um, that, that phrase, Step Into Your Brave, I want to point out a couple of things about it and why I am intentionally using Step Into Your Brave when it comes to women sharing their story, whether it's writing it in a book or standing on stage and sharing it at our live event or any other way in which you might be learning from our content and tapping into your courage and going out there and sharing your story in your own way, again, to shine a positive light into the world. Brave, of course, denotes some sort of sense of courage, right? You have to muster up that courage to to do something that feels challenging or hard or scary. And that's the whole idea behind Step Into Your Brave, that sharing our stories is not ever going to be necessarily easy um, and uh, full of you know, fun necessarily, although it does get to be fun. But in the beginning, it does feel very challenging and hard and scary and all of those things because of all the things that I mentioned before, because of the what ifs, you know, what if my words are taken out of context? What if this message doesn't land? What if someone is triggered and then they come at me with, you know, a lot of vitriol from the, from the fallout of me sharing my story and all of that poses real risk for sure. Yet what really happens when you step into your brave and you learn to share your story from a place of empowerment and a place of truly wanting to serve someone in your audience, you want to serve them light and encouragement and hope and positivity, not shame, not judgment, not scarcity mindset, not blame, not any of those things, not creating more divisiveness, but you're coming at it from a pure standpoint of truly being a light beamer, what happens is way more of the following. People coming forward and saying, thank you. It's so good to hear that I'm not alone. People saying, thank you. Your story really resonated with me. I needed to hear that today. They feel the positivity. They feel the encouragement. They are inspired. And a lot of times they're even inspired into taking action themselves. And that's truly what it means to be a light beamer by sharing your story is that you shine a light for someone else and then the ripple effect starts to take place. So you have to muster up a little bit of courage in order to truly step into your brave to share your story because it isn't something that just truly comes natural to us because there is that unknown, there is that fear, that is that there's always gonna be the potential risk of you sharing your story. And listen, as women, it's been risky to share our stories for quite some time. And it today more than ever, it feels very risky to share your story because 
the, the climate out in the world and out in, in the online space and on the internet is very scary. It's very divided. It's very angry. The marketplace is just exploding with vitriol and anger and resentment and rage. And how in the world do we penetrate that if we don't want to keep perpetuating more of that, right? You have to stop and think about your story from the standpoint of how is it going to serve someone else? Are you sharing this story because you want to get something out of it? You want to prove your point? Or are you sharing this story because you truly believe it can help and heal someone else? And so that requires a bit of courage for you to truly step into your brave. Now, there's another con, there's another part of step into your brave that we have to look at. And that is the, the command of step into, right? Step into your brave. It's not just like brave, be brave all by yourself. It is, there's this phrase of stepping into your brave. And the stepping into piece is the part I want to talk about next, because this denotes action. As I said, brave denotes courage. The step into denotes action, which means that you will actually have to take action in order to truly step into your brave. So you don't just get to be brave by having courage. You step into your brave and show that you're brave by actually taking action with your story. So again, this might mean you're sharing it publicly and out online and on social media. And maybe that means you're writing your story in a book to be published. Maybe that means you're stepping on stage to share it with a broader uh, group of people. It can also mean you're sharing your story in ways that are more private and more personal and more intimate. So it might be sharing your story out in your community as you are meeting with people or meeting new people or meeting people over lunch or connecting with friends or reconnecting with old friends or even just around your own dinner table with your family. I've often said this, that it's a very powerful thing for you to share your own story with your kids, right? With your kids, I my guess is your kids probably don't know most of your story. And so use everything that we we talk about here at light beamers and on the inside story podcast to think more about how you can be using your story even with those that are closest to you the ones that you love the most and in order to do that it will require you to take action right that is the whole stepping into part step into your brave you have to take action so you have to muster up the courage and then you actually have to do something with it And so as I look around the world today, and especially today in the context in which I'm recording this episode, the climate that has unfolded over the last few days, this is what we need. This is what we need now more than ever. And listen, this is the same pep talk I'm having to give myself. Um, Yesterday, I spent a good part of the day in a bit of a funk because as I was online and connecting with people and listening to their stories. And this is part of the hard part of what I do is I often, because I have a deep sense of empathy and I often take other people's emotions on. And that's part of being an empath. And I hear someone's story and I feel their 
their passion and their pain and their struggle and their emotion. And I have a hard time sometimes not absorbing it. Even in the online space, in a virtual setting, just reading their words or watching their videos, I can take that on. And I realized yesterday that I had not done a very good job of putting up my boundaries around that. And I found myself in a very deep funk, almost a depressive state. And I had to sit with that because I, you know, I've been doing this work for a really long time with people's stories. And this is not the first time that's happened to me. Um, I've gotten better over the years of learning how to navigate it. And one of the things that I've learned is that sometimes I actually have to sit with it. I can't just keep brushing it off and feeling in, you know, not letting those emotions get to me. I think feeling emotions is one of the most powerful things we can do as storytellers and learning to sit with that sometimes, um, is very, very important. And so that's what I did yesterday. I sat in the pain and the suffering and the passion and the energy and the emotions of all that I was experiencing when I was reading other people's stories or consuming other people's stories or thinking about how my own story fits into all of this. And all of it just got bundled up into this big ball of energy and emotions that almost was just too hard for me to contain. And so I had to just let sit yesterday and let all of these emotions come out. And I was sad and I was um, confused and, and I felt lonely and I felt heartbroken and I felt even in some cases, senses of joy. Uh, you know, as I said, as I sit in some of this, it's been confusing because I see both sides of this story. And I think I live both sides of this story. Like I said, being a Christian feminist is a very uh, weird place to be. Sometimes I feel I sometimes I don't really know what to do with my Christian feminism. And I don't know that I have found, you know, um, the right words to express what that's like for me. And so, you know, maybe at some point I'll be able to process it fully and talk about that here on the podcast. Um, I'm not prepared to do that today, other than just to say, when it comes to things like Roe v. Wade, I find myself in a very strange, peculiar, middle of the road place that doesn't necessarily feel good. And so I sat with all of that yesterday and I, and I just felt it. And then I woke up today and I reminded myself that, oh yeah, I'm going to record a podcast today all about stepping into your brave. Hmm. That's funny. Perfect timing, April. So what does that mean for me, you know, to step into my brave? Well, I look forward to some of the things that are coming down the pipeline with projects that I have on the horizon, two of which are called Step Into Your Brave. And I don't even know that I actually masterfully strategically planned that. I wish I could say that I did, but I didn't. Um, our second book in our Light Beamers author series is called Step Into Your Brave, and that book will be released soon. And in that, I have stepped into my brave again, and I wrote another chapter for that book. And the chapter that I wrote is all about my dad and navigating the last three years of his life uh, as I moved to Texas to 
help be with care for him and be near him before he passed away. And he passed away in the middle of our lovely pandemic, crazy, crazy time. And I shared that story very openly. And that's the story that's coming in my chapter of step into your brave. And I'm working with eight, not, no, seven other women right now who are going through that process with us. And I'm helping them navigate the waters of stepping into their brave to share their story in that book as well. And there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes of producing and writing and publishing this book. There are even moments where I've, I've questioned, my gosh, can we do this? You know, what is it going to look like to produce a second book and how, how will, how will it measure up to the book that we released earlier this year called Elevate Your Voice? And what if it doesn't measure up? And what if it doesn't have the same type of success that it, we experienced the first time around? What does that mean? Does it mean anything? And can I guide this batch of women? It's a completely different group of women and very, very different dynamic of women than we had in Elevate Your Voice and a completely different type of stories that are coming forward for this book. And so, so many questions come up and can I do this and will it work? And, you know, what if this and what if that? And yet... I get up every day and I take another step forward. I take action because getting all caught up in the what ifs and the thoughts that, you know, may or may not come true would just freeze me into a state of inaction. And that's not a place that I can be in right now, because not only do I want to move myself forward, but I have others relying on me to move myself forward because they want to see this book to its fruition. That's why they signed up. That's why they're here writing that story. And so that requires me to step in to my brave, right? To take the action. And it was the perfect reminder today when I woke up and kind of had buried, you know, let some of those feelings fall away and felt them deeply yesterday and woke up and said, okay, I have to do something different today because I don't want to stay stuck in the emotions. I want to get into action so that I can start to clear more of this energy that I've been carrying around with me over the last week. And so getting up today and thinking about the book, uh, reaching out to some of those women who are in the book has helped me to step into my brave. Also, the other project that we have coming down the pipeline, also called Step Into Your Brave, is our annual storytelling symposium, which is our live event coming up in September um, in San Antonio, Texas. This is a live storytelling event that I curate and host every year. This is our fourth annual, and I'm so excited to be bringing it back live and in person uh, last year because of COVID and all of the state of the world, we chose to make that event instead of just canceling it, we just chose to make it a virtual event. And it was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful virtual event. And this year, I'm so excited to be able to bring it back in person. And there's a lot to do there. We are three months away from that event, which will be September 25th and 26th in San Antonio, Texas. And I do want to take a minute to say, please check out all of the details that I'm going to leave for you about our storytelling symposium. Um, they'll be here in the show notes because 
I would love, 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 love to meet you in person, to see you in San Antonio, Texas, to have you in the room with us for that event and to encourage and inspire you in some way to take action with your own story. That does not mean you'll come to San Antonio and be requested to get on stage and share your story. It just means that we want to equip and empower you with tools and resources and other stories that will inspire you to step into your brave and whatever that may mean for you. And so you have an open invitation to join us in San Antonio for that live event. Um, Tickets are going on sale this week. So by the time you listen to this podcast, more than likely you can click on the link and go get your ticket. Or if you're hearing this podcast long after the 2022 event is over, just continue to click on that link because you will find information about each year's event at that same link. So, you know, today that was another piece of what it meant for me to step into my brave was to get busy, get back into action, to focus on what it is that I'm creating for that event. Um, And that meant reaching out to some potential sponsors. It meant working with my team today to make sure everything's ready to go for when those tickets go on sale later this week. It meant for me to get reconnected to my why about what are some of the things that I, what I want people to get out of this year's event? What are some of the messages that I want to make sure come through with the portions that I will be leading as well as in my choices of speakers as I hand select the speakers that will be on stage sharing their story with you at that event. And all of that requires um, a bit of courage, you know, to feel, to trust that I'm making all the right decisions, that I'm investing in all the right places. I actually had a phone call today with a PR agent who's going to help us get some good press and PR coming in because I feel like the more I can do to build this platform at Lightbeamers, the more I get to elevate other women's voices. And so I'm investing in that and I'm looking at ways to to grow this brand bigger and better and bolder. And so all of that is requiring me to truly take action and step into my brave. And I have to tell you, as as I've done those things today, as I have worked to listen to my own advice around stepping into my brave, um, I have found words that then allow me to share a piece of my story as it pertains to how I'm feeling with all of this, all of this stuff with Roe versus Wade and connecting with my, my Christian counterparts and talking with them privately and sharing a little bit of where I feel confused and where I feel a little bit conflicted. And then talking with my feminist friends who, um, you know, and being brave and sharing my story with them and sharing again, part of where I feel confused and conflicted. And so each time that I've done that, I have found because I was sharing my story from a place of empowerment and not from a place of trying to shame or cast judgment on anyone else, but purely from a place of like, this is me. This is just who I am. And this is my experience. And I have absolutely no agenda here other than to share my story from a place of empowerment. 
And to know that maybe using my voice this way, maybe it will help someone else, but also it helps me. And as I've done a little bit of that today, the energy has cleared. The energy has cleared. My, my, my um, soul is a little bit more settled today. Uh, I have a, more, a deeper sense of calm and security going on today than what I felt yesterday. And all of this is bundled up in the power of women sharing their stories and, and how important it is that we don't lose sight of that, even when the world feels like everyone's against you and that no matter what you say, you're going to get it wrong, that not to lose sight that there is still a way to penetrate the market. There is still a way to shine light. You know, just a few, um, gosh, maybe an hour ago, I'm going to pull something up that I want to read to you live. I'm literally pulling up a um, post that a friend of mine reshared. And this was something that I wrote um, on June 26 of 2016. So it was six years ago. And I wrote this because this was really coming on the heels of me launching Light Beamers. I launched Light Beamers in 2015. And so I was about a year in of publicly putting myself out there and sharing my stories online and encouraging other women. And I, I didn't have a lot of pieces figured out at that point. I was still putting things together step-by-step step and stepping into my brave every single day and navigating the building of this company in the very, very infancy stages of it. And this is something that I wrote. And I feel like it's a perfect reminder for what our stories can do. And it's really my call to action to you today. So um, again, I'm pulling up a post that I wrote that a friend of mine reshared on social media today. And so my own words were spoon fed back to me six years later, because this was a memory that I didn't see until a friend of mine reposted it. So it says, I can't sleep because the creative juices are flowing and I'm spilling over with ideas. I want to serve you, encourage you, and join you as you shine your light into this world. There is so much noise out there about all the bad, scary, awful things that might happen every single day. The media shouts it from the rooftops and broadcasts 24-7 doom and gloom. But for a while now, I have had this feeling and real belief that there is far more goodness in this world and good people who want to make things right, who want to help one another, who want to grow our lights brighter. I believe it. I just believe it. I can't explain it. So don't be scared. Don't play into the media's hands and the politicians' pocketbooks. Do your thing. Fear can stop you from doing some pretty incredible things. It has stopped me before many times, but no more. In fact, being scared is a good thing to a certain degree because it forces us to make a choice. We can either stay in that place of fear or we can jump and do something amazing that erases that fear. I won't let fear keep me from playing big or shouting louder the, the truth that I believe, which is there is goodness and there are people who want to shine in order to make the world a better place. Are you with me? Let's go. And that's what I wrote six years ago today. And 
I could just cry, you guys. Having those words shared back to me, being reminded of something that I wrote and that I believe in. And I still believe in it. It's hard. It's hard. And the world feels really scary and hard. And I'm feeling it with you. And no matter where you are, if you're on one side of the fence or the other, or you're somewhere in the middle like me, your story matters. Your story carries value and importance. And your beliefs are your beliefs. And they belong to you for a reason. My invitation to you is just to allow yourself to also hear someone else's story. Your story matters and so does theirs. And it may cause you to sit in the middle of the fence with me and even become more confused than ever about what the hell you're supposed to do with it. But hey, I've got a seat warm for you there if you want to take it. Because I believe that the more we share our stories, the more we do start to sit in the middle with each other. Right now, we have a world that either sits on the right or the left. And I believe that if we share our stories and we use them in a way that can do good in this world, the more that we will bridge that gap and the more that we will start to inch our way closer and closer and closer together. And that is the, the drive that gets me up every day that allows me to step into my brave. Um, is it easy? No, it's usually not very easy because like I said, you got to dig deep and you got to go find that, that scoop of courage. Maybe it's a giant tug, tub tugboat full of courage. Maybe it's a ship full of courage, but go find it, go find it and join me in elevating your voice, stepping into your brave. These are not just catchphrases that I use because they're fun and cute. They really mean something. It does require us to step into our brave to truly elevate our voice and our voices. Women's voices are needed now more than ever. And I'm not going to give up and I don't want you to give up either. And I want you to hear it from me again today, wherever you are, your story matters. Your story is important. Your story carries merit and weight and value and importance and solid gold that other people need to hear. You can choose to write it in a book. You can choose to stand on a stage and deliver it to thousands, or you can choose to use your words wisely and cautiously um, with intention online. And you can use to use it private. You can choose to use it privately with your families, with your friends, with your community members, and with those you love and cherish the most. And my invitation is that you can do all of it. You don't have to choose just one way to do it. But whatever you choose, choose today to be a light beamer. When you share your story, you shine a light. And I really do hope that you'll join me in September at our storytelling symposium. I want to give you a giant hug. I want to hear your story. I want to share so many of the stories that I'll be bringing to that event with you. I want us to build an army of light beamers. That's part of my mission statement that truly does go and change the world. And women, we need you. We need you now 
more than ever. And so step into your brave, step into it, step. That's a command for you to take action and dig deep to get some courage. And if you can't find it, borrow some of mine because I will lend it to you so that you can go forth and you can make the impact that you're here to make with your story. Thank you so much for being with me today. Um, (laughs) I don't know, this feels like kind of a hot mess of an episode to me, but I hope that when I listen back that I can appreciate uh, my jumbled up thoughts and I hope that they came across to you in a way that can serve you today as well. I love talking to you every week. I love recording this podcast and I'm feeling emotion all over again because um, we're actually coming up on our 100th episode. Um, This is episode number 93. And in seven weeks, we will be crossing over our 100th episode, which is a whole nother thing in of itself. You'll be hearing me talk about um, coming up on all the podcasts coming up, leading up to that. And so I don't know. I'm just feeling so many emotions. I'm feeling really proud that we're still here a hundred episodes later that I've produced an episode for this podcast every single week, sometimes at the, by the hair of my chinny chin chin. And at the very last minute, much to the dismay and frustration, I'm sure of my team, I thank them so much for all that they do behind the scenes to pull this off with me every week. Sometimes I know what I'm going to talk about. And then sometimes I wake up with thoughts like I had today and I just knew that I had to record an episode live and in the moment with you um, in real time. And I couldn't just gloss over something like Roe versus Wade without at least commenting on it to some degree. Um, I don't know, just there's so much going on in my head right now, but I mainly my, my feeling the most is gratitude. I'm so grateful for listeners like you that tune in and listen to me and remind me that I have a story and that, you know, it's worth listening to because you tune in every week. I'm thankful for each and every one of you that shares this podcast. You tell your friends about it. You post about it on social media. You go onto Apple and Spotify and leave us reviews you go to ratethispodcast.com slash story and leave us a review. Um, you send me DMs weekly and tell me that a certain episode really resonated with you. Please keep doing that. Um, you have no idea what kind of fuel that gives me. And I'm just feeling such a sense of gratitude that I get to do this work. Um, that post today that I shared with you is such a great reminder of where I was six years ago. And here I am, I'm still doing it. You know, like I'm, I'm figuring it out and I'm still doing it and I'm growing something that feels really big and important and powerful and, you know, totally aligns with my values in life. And, and I do want to continue to build white beamers and, and grow this podcast so that I can continue to help you shine your light in the world by way of sharing your story. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you really, really, really for being here with me. Um, it means so much and I'm honored to do, to do this work with you. If you need anything or you want to share a story of any kind with me, please reach out to me. I am so open and always 
eager to hear from you, our listeners of the Inside Story podcast. And if you would like more information on our storytelling symposium, especially since our tickets are going live or are live by now, please go to lightbeamers.com slash symposium or click on the link that's in the show notes here and come join me in San Antonio, Texas, September 25th and 26th. Um, if you do the VIP ticket, it's two days, Sunday and Monday. If you come to our main session for the symposium, it's a one-day event on Monday, September 26th. You can choose an option that works for you. Our VIP tickets are very limited. It's a very intimate gathering for our VIP. So if you missed out on that, come to the main event. That's where all of our speakers will be. You will not miss any of the speakers. All of the speakers speak at the main event on Monday, um, September 26th. And so we would love, love, love to have you at our symposium. And more than anything, I would love to meet you in person, to give you a hug and to take a photo with you and just to document our journey together. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.